What is the dog's name? This is Beans. He just snorted, so I was like, I should explain that. That's Beans. Hi, Beans. Okay, wait, I forgot. I, I, let me start the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to sit and talk to you. Okay. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Doing Great with Vicky Fox. That's me. On today's show, it is my pure pleasure to introduce the guest. She is a best-selling author. She, you know, I hear she's a hoot, and I'm kind of excited about this. She also has her own podcast, Just Between Us. Okay, let's have some fun with the one and only Gabby Dunn. Yes. Thank you so much. Oh, I like that you clap. <laughs> yes, I get very excited. I need an intro. I'm a stage queen. You know, I like to feel yeah. my, feel good about myself. <laughs> yeah, this is like if you were introducing people on stage right. and you have to give their credits and you have to make sure you don't mispronounce their name. That part. Did I mispronounce a thing? No, no, not at all. No, not at all. Okay. But I always went like, I always wonder, like, why doesn't the person come up and tell you how to pronounce their name? Why do they always just go, you know what? Take fly high. See what you come up with. Right. Well, I mean, you do take a risk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, you, but you have to sound confident. You have to be like. And this person. Well, then you get like an Adele Dazeem kind of situation. Oh, 100%. But here's the thing is I have fully mispronounced people's names that I have been friends with for like a full decade. I know. <laughs> it's not I my know. fault, especially when I'm drinking, girl. I can't help it. <laughs> if I'm not looking, there's there were two Jasmines. There was Jasmine Simone and Jasmine Masters. Now, right. when I introduced them, if I'm not looking at them, if they're in the same show, I'm, I can't help what last name comes out. Because I just know in my head, it's Jasmine, and I probably have Fireball in my hand, and I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to, sometimes you have like a little sheet or whatever, but, and then whatever Jasmine you say, that's who comes out. Like, it doesn't matter what the lineup was. It's your turn now. (laughs) I used to keep my little, uh, what's it called, like the show order, who who was next. I used to keep that under my wig, just in case. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was yeah, crafty. when you're doing stand-up, very often in stand-up, you don't have a wig. Unfortunately, it seems crazy. You should probably all be wearing wigs. I was going to say, that sounds like a personal choice. I feel like... Yeah, <laughs> that's a you problem. Right. Oh, oh this is going to be really fun today. Okay, did they tell you what this show is, what we do over here? I've, I listened to some of it, yeah. Guys. Uh, mm. Okay, so really what, what I'm about is... We're going to talk about anything and everything. It's all up for grabs. Okay. And, you know, if it if there's like a conspiracy theory you love, I'll talk about it. Or, you know, if there's, you know, you've had a ghost experience, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Aliens. Mm-hmm. I love aliens. <laughs> oh, do you think they exist? I think that it's silly not to think they exist. And I don't mean to uh, put anybody down. I'm just saying yeah. to me, why not? I know, but then it makes me sad because they've probably come here, taken one look at us and been like, ah, you know what? <laughs> Leave them. <laughs> right. Because if we ha- we don't know about them, they ca- they must have come here and been like, not great and just left. <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of look at it like how I look at toddlers. I don't fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they probably think we are. Like just children. I'm not going over there. Let them handle that. I'll come over when they when they grow. <laughs> yeah. Or like they're just disappointed. They check back every like hundred years and they're like, oh, come on. Right. <laughs> they just, I feel bad. They do check ins. Oh, no, not yet. <laughs> I Yeah, exactly. I Well, I just got very into Star Trek over... Um, uh, like the quarantine because I it's all on Netflix. So I was like, great. I don't know. I'm never going to run out of those. Let's start. Right. And uh, they live in a beautiful future where there's like no money and the only currency is like exploration and learning. And it's so weird to be watching something so optimistic during this time because it's like everyone is a brilliant genius. Yes. And then like and then like it's like you watch the RNC and you're like, Okay. I don't I don't think that's our future. <laughs> I don't feel that we will reach Star Trek, guys. I don't know. I feel like we are well on the way to be very honest. Yeah. We have to be because when well, anything I've learned in my life, also I was going to say this. The point of this show is to like give people different perspectives because everybody mm-hmm. has had a burden that has somehow turned into their mm-hmm. blessing. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And what I'm thinking is in the state of today's world, yeah. With all the chaos, mm-hmm. where are we going to find the blessing? Yeah. Because it has to be here. I mean, I've been happy with, I mean, I'm 32 now and I've been like very happy with like the 
friendships that I've grown into. Cause I think, well, so like I, I was thinking about this a lot because I was, I was out as bisexual when I was like 18, but I kind of never, (laughs) (laughs) but I kind of was like very, uh, like dated mostly dudes and was like, just kind of like, I was like, well, this is, I don't know. This is like, who's around and this is like what you do or whatever. And then I had like a really, I wasn't really part of the queer community. And I think there's like a huge difference between queer people who are like in the community Mm. And queer people who just, like, aren't or, like, choose to... Like, I had an ex-girlfriend who was like, well, I'm not, like, I'm, like, a lesbian, but I'm not, like, a lesbian. And I was like, yeah, that is, like, a great argument, but your hobbies are welding and golf. So I feel like you are. (laughs) Like, I feel like you might be, like, a les... You know, like, hmm. Because, like, she was like, well, my interests, like, aren't... It doesn't mean that those are inherently lesbian because I like those interests. And I was like, yeah, but you're, like, building a table and stuff. Like, I feel like... Listen. (laughs) Mm, Your hobbies do seem to line up, though. You know, when it's right, it's right. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I, like... I, I felt like there was like internalized homophobia or shame in that, in saying like, "Oh, I'm like I'm gay, but I'm not like gay." Oh, I've said that, and, and I actually, really? I've said that, and I've absolutely meant it with internalized homophobia. Like when yeah. when I use the f bomb, like if because I don't ever mm-hmm. say it just in passing, but when I use it, I definitely mean like that. Sounds like a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, ju- you're judging like, cause you're like, well, at least that's not me, yes. which I feel like is left over from like high school or something I'm, where you're like, well, I'm not that, I'm not that. Right. Well, at least I'm not that bad. <laughs> which like, like, good for that person. Like, I'm glad that they like love themselves and feel like they can be themselves. And like, so I was just very, um, like not in the community. And then I've seen a lot of discourse on Twitter lately where it's like people being like. Well, like, it's all valid. And, like, yeah, it is. But I'm also, like, I feel like there's not an obligation to be part of the community. But, like, it's so beautiful to be part of the community. Like, why wouldn't you want to be part of the community? Why wouldn't you want to, like, go to gay events or... I mean, obviously, like, some people are going to annoy the shit out of you. But that's, like, the ratio (laughs) of who annoys the shit out of me that's gay versus who annoys the shit out of me that's straight is, like, not even comparable. So I feel like... You know... I, I just was, like, the queer community is has been it's a mess and like definitely <laughs> but like you know well we could say that here but then if any straight people are, listen, are listening we'll be like it's it's great everything is perfect, perfect. there's no infighting mind your business it's, it's all good over here yeah mind your business but yeah i don't know i really like i really liked seeing like uh or i've just really enjoyed over the years getting to be like more actually in the community and then now my partner and i are moving um, and we're in a, like, you know, it's pandemic and you can't really see as many friends. And so we have one friend that's like in our little pod and like, we're like moving and she's going to like move into, you know, the back house. And like, I was like, now we're living in a little like queer compound. See, I love this. <laughs> I love this so much. Yeah. I do. I agree. I think community is really, really fucking important, but I don't know. Well, actually, here's what I was thinking. I think one yeah. of the reasons I was ever hesitant to joining the community mm-hmm. because I, there was a time where I was like, fuck these pride parades. Like, this is right. awful. Look at all this on display. I'm not, I don't want to be that. Right. And yeah. then there's something there's, I think one of the reasons I was trepidatious was because once you like raise your flag, you mm-hmm. have to continue to raise your flag. Like you don't get yeah. to opt out. <laughs> yeah. You kind of have but that. There's also better ways to like, the pride parade stuff is like, yeah, that's fun and fine. But I think there's also like that you could go like the activism route. You could yeah, go no. like the <laughs> even like more like, uh, yeah, there's different segments. And like definitely, you know, the the people that are like for them, gay community is like getting drunk in WeHo. <laughs> right. And others are like going to city council meetings. Right. And some people are doing both. Right. <laughs> but it's like you have to try to figure out um, what where you fit. But it was hard to not. I feel like it, you feel very alone when it's not like regular community. Because I think there's like something that we don't talk about, which is like you come out and you're like, I did it. I came out. Right. And it's like, OK, you're out. Like now what are you going to do? What, what is your what's your thing going to be? Here's the thing. I actually never came out. 
people just were like, yeah, we get it. Yeah, it kind of was. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was I mean, like wow. there was there were little conversations, but it wasn't like, OK, I need to sit everyone down and be like, this is mm-hmm. what's up. It was kind of like I'm living my life. Did you catch this? Like, yeah. And, Wait, from when you were younger? Oh, yeah. Too? Like there wasn't. I mean, my mom caught like porn on my computer. Right. And was like, what is this? And I was like, ha it's funny. Ha <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, you were kind of like, all right, she knows. Yeah, it was kind of like, well, I guess we don't need to talk about that because that was pretty obvious. And then we just kind of kept living our lives. But you never see that's in, that's so like I felt very like I had to like come out. My partner uh, is a trans man. But like when they were in high school, they were just read straight up butch lesbian. Oh. And so like there was never I mean, they told me they were like, I was never in when I was like 12 years old. People would be like, look at that lesbian. Right. Like there's no. <laughs> That, like, that was, was me. No, they would be like, hey, yeah. hey, little girl. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were like, not. Well, I was also like, it's I mean, you had short hair and I've seen photos of you in high school wearing shirts that say like feminist chicks dig me. So I feel like you weren't really trying not to make a point of it. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, they just had such a different experience because when I was in high school, it was very like I was like hiding. I was like trying to be like not noticed and trying to be like. Yeah, like I, I'm not, yeah, gay stuff. I don't know what that is. I'm not about it and I've never heard of it. Right. And they were like literally just like making Ani DeFranco mixtapes with their friends and like oh. living and, but it's like different. <laughs> so did you feel like, did you feel like there was always like a target on you or were you like, it's a gift that I didn't ever have to? Oh no, it was definitely a target. Hold on. I, we didn't even tell you, I have to read your cards during this show. We'll get to it. Oh, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> We'll get to it. I just feel like this is a really important conversation to be had. I know. I was. I'm very interested in people who never had to come out. It's such a foreign experience. Um, I've had. I've been like outed and like that kind Ugh. of stuff, and that was awful. I mean, when I was. I mean, this isn't really about me. This conversation is supposed to be about you, but um, when I was Your like show. middle school, uh, high school, I actually did attempt suicide when I was very oh. young. I know, but because of being outed. Well, because I didn't feel like I had a choice. Yeah. And like everybody knew my yeah. business before I got to decide what my business was or everybody exactly. was like telling me constantly who the hell I was and what they got for me. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on. And, that, and it was it was awful. So it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, my I, I'm my partner said that, too, that they didn't know what gay was. But like yeah. they were like 11 and people were like, you're gay. And they were like, I guess. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And I, I even Ugh. cried at night like this is kind of depressing, but also like I'm really glad that I lived through it. So this is a testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to cry at night going, praying to God, being like, please wake me up as like Superman or please wake me up as Barbie. But can you please pick one? Because what is going on right now does not make sense. Oh, yeah. I think that's so relatable. I think probably like a lot of us had that, you know, or like, yeah, or just was like, uh, like, okay, well, I'll just keep I'll just keep this under wraps. But like, if you don't have the there's like different forms of privilege, like if you don't have the privilege to kind of keep it under wraps, it's like the world is just making decisions for you and you haven't had a chance to experience anything and you, and you're hearing it at least in the connotation that it's negative. Right. You're never having people come up to you and be like, congratulations on being gay, little 12 year old. Right. But then this goes back to exactly why community is important Mm -hmm. because had there been a visible community for me, then I probably wouldn't. Well, I, you know, I'm grateful for my journey, but I'm, I maybe yeah. wouldn't have been so rough. <laughs> yeah, you don't think you don't think um, that there's a future. You that like part. you like are just like there's no. I don't know any gay adults, so I assume I don't make it very far. That well, I didn't. Is, I really didn't think people lived past like 27. Like I didn't. Yeah. Like I really didn't mm-hmm. think it. Like when I hit 28, I was like, oh. I have to keep yeah. living now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or even as a kid, like the reason that you, one of the reasons that you attempt suicide or you think about it is because you're like, well, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot out there for me. So right. I'll just, I'll just head out. It seemed like the only like, solution. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't even imagine one. So that was the only thing mm-hmm. that I could wrap my head around. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into oh. your cards because what, one of the okay. things I love about this show is that I try to give people their power back, right? Mm-hmm. I try to find, when I read the cards, it's basically like finding ways to navigate forward because everybody mm-hmm. needs that right now. Let's be honest. We could all use yeah. a little bit of help and perspective on how to navigate mm-hmm. forward. So mm-hmm. I'm going to shuffle these cards. Okay. Oh, actually, I'm going to say a little, uh, my little one sentence prayer first. Mm-hmm. I request the most benevolent outcome. 
It's really great. It gets me out of thinking about like whatever problems are and into like mm-hmm. possible solutions that I don't know yet. <laughs> but the cards will tell you. The cards will absolutely tell you. And they're just playing cards. But I have like little like meanings behind them all. This is going to be really interesting. So if you have a question or something that you would ask, have you ever had your tarot cards read before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're we're into this a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I'm uh, like I'm in the the gay woman community. I know like five different people that could pull my cards. I love this. I texted them right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm so proud of you. Okay. So if you have an intention or like a question, hold that in your heart right now. I'm going to shuffle it one more time. Okay. Okay. We're doing great. Now, you can tell me if, like, things don't make sense to you because that's the conversation. And if it doesn't make sense, I'll just switch my perspective because it's not really about positive or negative. It's all about perspective. And that's going to be the fun part. Okay. Okay. Now, tell me when to stop. I'm just going to go like this. Shuffle them down like that and just tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. She's pretty even killed. She didn't like to take a risk. I'm here for it. Putting them on down, putting them on down. Oh, this is going to be fun. We're going to jump right in. Girl, also, I'm hot okay. as hell in this L.A. weather. Yeah. It's it's in Palm Springs like 110 degrees always. Oh, ma'am. Uh-huh. I, I, we used to be in those dressing rooms at Old Toucans in Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. We drive past all of that, but it's all closed. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> it's real bad. I was just reminiscing about how my hip pads used to just be like sweat soaked sponges. And you're like, what a beautiful memory. Yes. I miss it so oh, much. Oh, I miss it. Oh, swamp ass McGee. Okay. <laughs> so the first card over here, um, she's upside down. So this to me says mm-hmm. like a seeking kind of a moment. And It's the card of the energy that you have brought into this interaction today. The energy you brought to the table. It's the three of spa days. You see her? She's great. Mm -hmm. This is the three of spades. This is connection when it comes to thinking and communication. So you are looking for connection. I'm very here for this. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. This is an open heart and an open mind. I'm very here for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, my, my question or more of what I was like thinking about, I don't know if I'm supposed to say. Wait, don't tell me the whole, whole question until the end. Cause then we can be like, oh shit, that was real. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think I am in a place of like wanting to collaborate and like talk to people and, and like get everybody's perspective on things. Here for it. I mean, honestly, that's how we can be more compassionate. Like, yeah, and and consider things that you you wouldn't think of or be able to. I, I it's hard because I I work in television and film and like it's hard because everybody thinks they're genius. That part. <laughs> everybody is like, everybody is. I mean, some people are are have a lot of imposter syndrome and critic and like very bad anxiety. But yes, a lot of it is like people that want to work by themselves and are like, no, my finished draft is brilliant. I am the person to do this, and I'm always like. It, look, if I if somebody can do a better job, let the person who can do a better job do it. Like I I'll write, but like and I'll like, you know, if they're like, hey, I as a I want to direct it and I have a different like view, I'm open to it. But like a lot of people are very I like collaboration and I've found in Hollywood sometimes people are not here for it. They really aren't. <laughs> they really I mean, also I feel like a healthy little touch of narcissism is good for survival. Oh, yeah. Well, it's full delusion where like sometimes I'm like I am. I think a lot of it has to be like you just have to say things until they're true. Like I would always just be like, I yeah, like or you have to tell people things that you want. Otherwise, you're not going to get it. I mean, that is very true. I'm kind of here for that. I'm actually because you can't you have to name it and claim it. You can't be like, I'm an aspiring screenwriter. You have to like finish a script and then be like, I'm a screenwriter. Nobody's going to hire an aspiring. Damn. <laughs> I Thank don't think you. I ever My thought TED about talk it is way. available. <laughs> I don't think I've ever like put it that and got put. Right. Okay, great. We're going to keep moving because the next card says your immediate challenge to that connection is actually mm-hmm. this here five of clubs. Okay. Let me tell you about her. The five of clubs would be um, a disturbance when it comes to your creativity and action. That could also mean, like, transformation. Mm. How do you feel about that? 
transformation like I'm like I I the things I want to do creatively are different or I would say it's more how you do it what you're doing it what you're doing and why yeah that's true yeah I mean I think I I tend to spread out so like I'm not only in one medium like Mm. I uh like in 20 I had three books come out in 2019 and one was (laughs) nonfiction, one was fiction and one was a graphic novel so like I kind of just I just want to like make as many things and then have money. Like I'm like, hey, I do like whatever money. it is. Yeah. I'm like, I, okay, this, 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 like whatever it is. Like I, I, and I was always sort of trying to, st- I, I've never been able to stay in one lane basically like creatively. I'm always like, I, but I have had, I guess in the last month, like some beating myself up by being like, well, why can't you just focus? Oh. Like, if you could focus on one thing, you would be a prodigy. But instead, you just have a bunch of other stuff that you want to do, and all of that is successful and works. But like in my mind, I'm like, if I could, if I could have channeled that energy, maybe I'd have an Oscar. I tell myself like, that all the time. If I could just do <laughs> focus on one thing and get that bitch done, yeah. I would be great. But here's the thing: I actually use different projects to procrastinate on for the one that I really have to do. Yeah, but that somehow those side projects also kind of do well. So you're like, okay, I guess like I have a million things going on and, and, but I sometimes like I'll read articles and like really admire people who are like, I was 21 and I made my film and I'm like, oh, good for you. Like you focused and you, where was I? You had your one thing that you wanted to do. No, I was a a disaster. (laughs) I was definitely a disaster. I was, I was, I was an intern for the daily show. Oh man. And I was a mess. (laughs) Uh, I was teaching children. (laughs) Ah, oh my God. All teachers I know are disaster people. Disasters. Every tier, every teacher I know is like a, like a thriving alcoholic and like a, my sister. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they probably had, their jobs are so hard. They're probably like, just like stoned at home when they're not with the kids. Cause they're like, I can't handle anything. I mean, let's give it up for the teachers though, because they really do a job that I can't keep doing. Me neither. Okay. Let's get into the two cards that talk about your past. Because I feel like in order to know where we're going, we might should think about where we've been. Okay. And the card for your distant past. So this is like three to four, maybe five years ago. And it is upside down. So it would have been you stepping into this or you going after this opportunity, you making your own way in this. It's the two of hearts right there. She's lovely. I love the hearts. This is about emotions and feelings and relationships. And the two is balance. So this would be you chose to go in the direction of balance. Mm -hmm. Does this make sense around three to four years ago? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's is that in relationship stuff or is that this might not have to do with like whatever your question was. This is usually just like in your life. These I look at these as like mile markers for this conversation is really happening. Like validation Mm -hmm. points. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think so. If, If it's about what I think it's about. Yeah. Okay. well, I mean, as long as it makes sense to you, if it doesn't make sense, don't make it fit, girl. No, it uh, it does. It's just kind of funny if that's what it is about. Should I tell you or do you want to know? Well, this you can tell us. Yes, please do. Oh, well, so my partner who I'm with now, I've been with them for about a year and a half, but I met them in 2016 and they were a little bit like, obviously, like I had other friends, I think, but they were they were one of the first gender nonconforming people I had spent a lot of time with mm. and I was so fascinated by them. And so it was like on the set of a music, like, so it was their music video. And I was playing like a a gay bachelorette contestant. It was like a show about reality TV. It was like a song about a music video about reality TV stereotypes. And so we met and I was like, very much like, you are it. You are the one. Like, I like you. And they were like, oh, no, thank you. And then (laughs) uh, we were like friends but every so often I would sort of be like, are you into me yet? And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, that's fine. Um, and then we, and then like last year in like end of May is I, well, I had been dating someone and, and Mal didn't like who I was dating hmm. and was like, ha- they said that they went through this like thought process where they were like, I really hate Gabby's girlfriend. I hate Gabby's girlfriend so much. Like, why do I feel so strongly that I hate Gabby's girlfriend? I guess Gabby's girlfriend isn't right for her. 
wait, who would be good enough for Gabby? Like, why do I think this nobody is good enough for Gabby? Oh, it's because I'm good enough for Gabby. <laughs> so it was like this like long thought <laughs> process where they were like, why am I so angry about her having a girlfriend? That doesn't seem friendly. Um, and so then the girlfriend and I split up and then like I checked in on Mal again and was like, just ahead, like you, you into me yet? And they were like, yeah. Ooh. And then, and then oh, we've been together for a year and a half, but like I met, but like we had, I, I remember like we have this music video from the day we met, which is so funny, like that I was in with them, but I met them. Yeah. Like four years ago. And I think it was like a big shift in terms of, um, even being part of the community because they're like a queer musician mm. and they were, I met a lot of friends on that video shoot who were all like more queer and, and more trans people. And I think like I, they like open meeting them was like, I think very eye opening. And so I feel like it, it changed the, the direction of like a lot of stuff that was going on for me. I'm really here for this. Um, I'm so also was, really here yeah. for your persistent ass going, Hey, um, <laughs> you into me yet? <laughs> yeah. Like twice a year I'd be like, hi, like what? Like I know we're friends, but like just checking and they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, that's okay. I'll come back. I'll circle back. So how about, so how about yet? Y'all into me yet? Okay, great. Okay. I'll circle back. Yeah. Let's get into the, the recent past. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is anywhere from like six months ago up until this last week. Now mm-hmm. you have over here, she is upside down. So this would also be like, you stepped into this. You chose mm-hmm. this. It's the five of spa days. Okay. She's interesting. So when it comes to your thinking and communications, you chose to shake it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Would you say that that makes sense? Uh, Yes. I think, yeah. I mean, I've stopped focusing. Well, that's not true. I stopped focusing as much on TV. And also, like, I think, you know, in the pandemic, you're kind of like, I mean, my partner and I were long distance. Now they drove out here. We were apart for four months. Now they drove out here. Now we're like here together and like found a place in the LA together. And like now it's like, you know, this kind of thing that was, I think going to eventually happen is now like happening, mm-hmm. which is like great. But I feel like a, I feel like a, like a grown up, but like a fraud. Like I remember my parents going to like Bob's furniture or like Home Depot to like make the house nice. And I'm like, now I'm just like walking around Home Depot with my partner being like, ooh, doorknobs. Like when I remember being a kid and being like, this is boring. No, that happens. Like, when do you, that happens. you just become I don't know when it happens, but all of a sudden you like need to know which plunger goes at where and you you just got to know these things and you have to figure it out. And I thought like, you know, you you buy. I thought like, I guess I never thought about how my parents acquired their couch. Like I was like, a couch just wasn't that you wake up, you're in a house, a couch is there. But no, we got to go walk around, test all the couches. It's like I've I it felt very also funny because I think salespeople read mal as my husband or like a man mm-hmm. so they'll be like talking to me as if like our your stupid husband your <laughs> your husband who loves the super bowl right, or whatever right. <laughs> and i'm like oh man like they think we're adults and they also think that like my i have i have like a a husband who's gonna get corn nuts on the sofa or whatever like this is so funny <laughs> So it's definitely a weird, different phase of like thinking well, and life. I have to tell you, we're going to take a very quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the next card, which is also about a shift when it comes to oh your heart God. and okay. things. So we're going to take a quick break first. Here we go. Okay, well, let's go ahead. And since we are back from that little brief interlude. We'll get into this card, which is about the best outcome that brings your past into today. I kind of love this one for you. This is, again, you taking the opportunity to go in this direction because she is upside down. Mm -hmm. And it's the five of hearts. I love this. This is basically you making the shift when it comes to your emotional awareness and relationships. Oh, wow. Do you feel like you've done this? Kind of take the reins and like get it back in focus. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm usually more afraid of commitment, but I'm not now because we are like moving into this house and like making this house nice together and like being like very, there's no like, oh my God, is this the right person? It's more just like, great, like this is the right person. So now we got to make the house, like it's, it's, there's no, usually I'm like looking for an exit, Right. there's like no exit happening. So, and it, I just like, don't feel like 
I'm waiting for one, which is great. And huh. like, yeah. And my partner is also very, I'm, I'm not that emotional and my partner is very emotional. And so there's a lot of changing the way I think about, um, Oh, biscuit. Oh, he can't hear it. He He doesn't react. Um, Biscuit barks at everything. I'm very sorry. He has an attitude problem just like me. So I kind (laughs) of, I have to excuse it. No, that's okay. Beans is, I mean, you can see him. He's laying on the bed. He is a like a sentient potato. Like this dog doesn't move, doesn't have any needs. He does nothing. Oh, I love a little he, potato. Every day I'm like, do you want to be a real dog today maybe? Like, would you like to play or run or do anything? No. no? Okay. Doing great. He's so sweet, but he does no, He does nothing, um, which is lovely. But but he's like a little cuddle bug, so um <laughs> But yeah, like, uh, I think my, I think I've had a lot of shifts where like, normally I wouldn't really have a lot of time for people's feelings, but with, but Mal is like, I, I've kind of learned to be more like, okay, I'm sorry. Like this hurt your feelings. Like that is valid versus being like, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on. See, like I wouldn't, if, if it wouldn't hurt my feelings, like, okay. But like, that doesn't mean it's not going to hurt everybody's feelings. That part. But also <sighs> I have, I have an issue where sometimes I, I don't care. Like if my feelings are hurt, I really don't care if your feelings are hurt. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry, actually. <laughs> yeah. Or just like, I have a hard time with like, I say I I ha, I want to say the funniest thing, mm. so I say something funny, but then the person's like, "That was mean," and I'm like, "I knew when I was about to say it that it was mean, but also I was sort of hoping you would be like, you know what, that was funny enough to be <laughs> right. I <laughs> to was be fine, hoping it was gonna win. Yeah, and sometimes uh, it's sometimes it is, and sometimes it depends. I really like friends who I can roast, and I really like being roasted, and I really like going back and forth with people. But my partner is just very sweet and very like genuine. And so they're just it, it, it is a new it is like a way of thinking that is prioritizing or caring about someone else's feelings rather than seeing them as uh, a burden or something that is like, bo- you know, kill it, kill it, being a buzzkill or something. That part. Like just because it didn't bother me, it could have bothered the other person, you know. Right. So I just have to be a little more thoughtful. With this what's, particular partner? What's your sign? What do you think it is? I honestly don't know yet. <laughs> I can't uh, I'm tell. Gemini. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I know. It's, um, there is like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of. Every Gemini, Gemini. I know loves to roast people, but it's because yep. they actually fucking love them. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I, I love being roasted because that means that you know me. Right. You can't really roast like, somebody unless you know something. <laughs> yeah. And my sister put together uh, for my birthday this past year, she had a bunch of my friends do little roasts for me on video and she edited it together. And it was very sweet. And I just loved like there was like just a bunch of people in a row being like, uh, like Gabby's a narcissist or whatever was the like <laughs> crux of it. And I was like, this is so nice. Everyone's talking about me. <laughs> it fits. If the I shoe fits, it. girl, if the shoe fits. Okay. But let's talk about now we can move on to the future. Okay. okay. This here is about, I call it the law of attraction card, but it's really just like the stuff that's coming in your life next. You've at, you mm-hmm. sent out the call. Here's the answer. For Mm -hmm. you, you have an opportunity because she is upside down. So you have an opportunity over here with the 10 of spa days. Let me tell you about this. The 10, completion, the spades, thinking and communication. So what this says to me is that you're in a position to see the patterns of the old story that you used to be in, Mm -hmm. to close that book, take the knowledge of those patterns and start writing a new book. But it's the decision point to do this. Oh, wow. There's so many cards that I got that were in communication yeah. or think or. Yes. Well, yeah. we're in well, communication both right now. You've been dealing with your feelings and communication. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I because uh, there's a lot of spades cards. Yeah. I um, I am like trying to set up different job things that I want to do for the future or trying to sell projects for 
next year because this year kind of got put on hold sure and did. doesn't and 2020 didn't happen or it didn't exist or something. This is the weirdest uh, year. Oh gosh. It was like, yeah, I had, I mean, I had a bunch of, I have, I have a project coming out in September, but I had a bunch of stuff that like was moving and then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> yeah. So I, like I am trying to shift and plan because like who knows when you'll be able to be on set again, but I've sold books before. So let me try to get like a, a another book deal or something. Right. Like I'm trying to to be like, OK, what is realistically going to happen? Right. And and, and I think the know. old stuff and the old collaborators are are not serving me. So it's been um it's been cool to move a little bit more into like books and features and trying to see, I don't know, just like um, trying to close out. I mean, my twenties was like YouTube. I did a lot of YouTube stuff, yes, which like how, how I got started. And I think like that I got a, that maybe the, that kind of thing is like a little bit over a little bit juvenile. You know, you never know. The thing <laughs> is, you never know. It just might not be the right now time. The thing is, you, yeah. this is what I'm saying. You have all these skill sets now. And mm-hmm. how do you use those skill sets to write your new story? We're not doing mm-hmm, that old story. Mm-hmm. This is the new one. And I feel like yeah. that's a lot of what's happening for a lot of people. Their entire lives yeah. have been pruned down to like zero. I know. And then we just have to decide which way do we want to go now? <laughs> yeah. Cause like, you know, your job was entirely on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now you're now, now you do a podcast. Which, now you guys do like digital shows. I really love my job. I have to be honest. This is great. Yeah. I don't have to go nowhere yeah. right now. I mean, I do miss being in the studio. I really do because I miss like yeah. this kind of connection in real life, mm-hmm. like in person. Yeah. But. I I kind of really like not having to go places. Oh my god! I don't have to go to a general meeting in Santa Monica at four p.m. and then the person doesn't even care, and then I have to drive two hours back in traffic from five p.m. to the east side. Yeah, that's incredible. Thank you, Jesus. Incredible. <laughs> we'll never. Do never want to do it again. No, nope, not doing oh, all that. Oh, you want me to? Show up to a conference room full of dudes. Have the dudes say, "Do you have anything for men twenty one to twenty four? Me go no. They go okay. Bye. Oh. Why did I do that? Because, you, you know, because you were putting yourself out there. That's why. You did the right thing at the time. Let's just leave yeah. it at that. Okay, so we get back into these cards. So okay. your factors that affect the situation that you originally thought about okay. are next. And there's okay. the factors inside of your control and factors outside of your control. So what okay. you do have control over is really great. This is like your superpower. This is the, okay. t- the Ten of Hearts. Let me tell you about this bitch. Again, it's completion. Okay. (laughs) So this is a decision to like, we're not going to do that no more, but also we can Mm. carry on like this. When it comes to your emotions and feelings and relationships, basically, Mm -hmm. this is saying that it's time to harvest your emotions and use them. Oh. I'm here for that. Yeah. Um, That is good. Yeah, there's a lot of... Things that were, are, that, you know, I think you, there's a lot of collaborators that you work with on things that it's not, it's not, it's not, it's just got to be done. Yes. Like it's just not working. Yes. Uh, it's just got to be done. Or like you realize, I mean, it's, it's disappointing because there's definitely people that, and you kind of are getting a sense, and maybe this is cold, but you're kind of getting a sense of who in your industry is successful or has the like the capacity to succeed and who is just going to blow themselves up. Yep. And so it's, it's sad. Cause like i definitely have a lot of friends who I'm like, you're so talented, but you're going to just keep shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, I'm I've like, been, the, I've been that bitch. I've been that bitch <laughs> that <laughs> self-sabotages all yeah. the way to the house. Like <laughs> just, yeah. I didn't even know I was doing it though. I really thought I was doing great. No, no. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't know. I thought this is how you're supposed to do things. <laughs> yeah. I've had just had friends who are like going to continuously, I can see, not not do what they they need to do to succeed out of some sort of pride yep. or ego or whatever it is. And um and so there's been like, you know, some stuff that I've had to just like let go of and be like, okay, like we're not gonna do this. Like I need to start start a new thing or do stuff more 
on my own. Right. Um, but not that, but also like a new community of people who will give me notes on things and who like, I don't necessarily collaborate with, but who will read stuff and say like, this is good. This isn't good. Which is like such a gift and so nice. People are doing that for you as a friend for free. Like, yes. But the thing is that I don't think people realize that that's out there. If if people they're care, scared to show anyone, right? And but I well, there's that whole thing with like whenever you create something, you kind of don't want to let it go because mm-hmm. you know you know you're not done with it. You know you're not you're not done. You don't want somebody you never will be. Don't look at this yet. <laughs> who was it? It was like F. Scott Fitzgerald or someone who would like go through the bookshelf and find his book and then just start crossing stuff out and changing stuff <laughs> in the book that was already published because yes. he was like, it's never done. It's never done. I was like, oh my god. But then, you know, yeah. the thing is that when people care about you, mm-hmm. they care about you and they want to help you. So they're not going to like be like, oh, no, this doesn't work. And then charge you to tell you that it doesn't work. When somebody cares yeah. about you, they'll be like, this is how you can make this work. Mm-hmm. Look for that energy. I just would like to tell everybody at home, look for that energy because it is mm-hmm. in front of you. I don't know who in your life is doing it, but I promise you that somebody is there and somebody cares. Promise you. Yeah, you don't, you don't ask, you don't get. Like you can't make things better or you can't um like it it is a slight delusion because you have to just like make it you have to a little bit like fake it till you make it or like be like you know in meetings being like the movie it's done it's finished script totally done don't even worry about it oh it's perfect you're gonna love it you then you hang up you're like oh my god type 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 which i like definitely do but i like talk a, a big game a little bit but it's it it it's better than I see friends of mine go like, it's not that good. Or they'll post something and be like, it's fine. Right. I'm like, you you have to believe that what you're posting and what you're doing is the top notch because nobody else is going to think that unless right. you do. I mean, I have several, several many friends that they, well, there's a difference between having confidence and then buying yeah. your own bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I have several many friends that buy into their own bullshit. And I'm like, just for that, you're going to get taken down because you and, yeah. and you're going to be your own undoing because you're not authentic. You're believing like the lie you're selling when you do yeah. need to lie to yourself. I think you need to lie to yourself a little bit to set a goal mm-hmm. and then go ahead and meet the goal. But like, don't <laughs> there's there's like yeah. you can't inflate it too much. I'm just saying there is a fine line. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I'm saying. No, I agree. I have I have trouble finding that line, but I do agree. Well, I mean, you are a Gemini, so like opulence is wonderful. Every I'm it's like, it, well, it's very much like, wow, I'm the best. I'm the best person there ever was. And then like two days later, it's like I'm a loser who's never done anything. Right, <laughs> right. And you're like there is no in between. <laughs> There's no middle ground where I'm just coasting. Well, you know, they have medication for that. <laughs> oh, I'm on it. Oh, I'm on it. Oh, yeah. No, it's bipolar disorder, which I do have. But it's also, but then I also love to be like, but it's also Gemini. <laughs> I mean, but here's the thing is I might be slightly bipolar myself. Currently, I'm on, this is, I just tell everybody all my business. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm currently on a medicine right now because I had a, a kidney thing and I found out it was an antidepressant. So I'm going to see how this works. I'm, keep it going. Just, I might just keep it going. We're doing great. Oh my God. Let me get back so to these funny. cards, girl, because we got to <laughs> talk about the factors outside of your control. Okay. And it would just be like, just receive it and see that it's happening. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, because it's right up straight and down. Um, Okay. It's the eight of clubs. Okay. She said, okay, because it's the club. So it's outside of you. And it's the clubs. The clubs are creativity and action. And the eight would be movement. So you could look at this as, well, I like to look at the eight like the dam releasing. Okay. So you can see, I I can see it anyway, that there's going to be a lot of movement and you just have to navigate that by making decisions with your heart. Oh, like there's going to be opportunity or changes and stuff that like Uh, I might not necessarily want to take or do. I would say that things are moving like outside of you, like being brought to you, like even moving, Mm. like asking you to move with them. And then you basically Mm -hmm, navigate mm -hmm. that by going, okay, but here's where I stand. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, when you have a scarcity mindset or you don't know where paychecks are coming from, you're a freelancer, you want to say yes to everything. You're like, "Uh, yeah, I'll do that. What is this? A commercial for like, (laughs) I'll do it. Like, uh, you know, like I actually would. You want to (laughs) like, yeah, like, uh, please sponsor, please. If you're looking to sponsor, uh, sponsor this podcast. But 
yeah, like I, yeah, I think that people, friends of mine who grew up with wealthy families, I think are, don't quite understand the like, you gotta just, you gotta just like, you need to hustle and get money from here and money from here. And like the guilt of like, if you say no to an opportunity, like I will spiral. Like if I say no to an opportunity, then, and even though I know it's like bad or not good, like the next day I'll just be like, watch now that's going to be the like one opportunity that like goes viral and wins a fucking Emmy and da da da. Like I'm going to turn this down and be like, this movie's garbage. I'm so glad I didn't work on it. And it's going to win the Oscar. Like like Yes. There was actually a commercial that I said no to ages ago that I'm so mad Mm -hmm. because that commercial was hilarious. And I really wish I would have done it. (laughs) Uh, This is the thing. Or you like, you like say no to an appearance because of like, you know, any any kind of choosing yes or no, I I will be very decisive and I'll do it. But I'll also like have a moment of like, if this thing does well, I will lose my goddamn. Yeah. OK, so just about me for a second, because I like talking about myself. Um, yeah, I was once in a movie and the thing oh. is, it was Magic Mike XXL. Now, here's oh. the thing. I did not go to the premiere. I live a block oh. away from the premiere. I did not go to the premiere because I needed to take a gig singing with my tits out in Seattle for a pride moment. And I will. And to this day, I'm still like, I should have just said, fuck that $800. (laughs) I I know. But then it's like at the time you're like, but then at the time you're like making these. It sucks because like, especially as an artist and a freelancer, you're making these decisions of like, do I do this thing for money or do I think? Well, maybe if I show up to this thing that isn't for money, maybe that'll like give me clout and like make things look cool. Like it's like, what are you going to do? The thing that looks cool or the thing that pays? And so often they are not the same. And I had to make a decision at that time and I did what I had to do. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a moment because this next card is the hope and the fear card. And it is basically what I find the reason for the reading. Okay. Okay. Over here. Well, let me explain hope and fear because I do it every time because when it's about okay. you, it's when it's for you, it hits differently than if you just listen to this. So okay. hope and fear. It is the same thing. It is about the same thing, just opposite sides and degree of perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's like same coin, a different side. Or I tell people like okay. when it comes to money, everybody knows what it's like to hope for money. And when everybody knows what it's mm-hmm. like to hope you can pay your bills, you hope the money comes on time. Then you have the fear mm-hmm. of that, which is the fear of not mm-hmm. having any money, the fear of not being able to pay your bills, and the fear of the money never comes. So mm-hmm. it's about the mm-hmm. same thing, just the other side of the perspective. For you, okay, this is, well, I would say this is lovely because it shows how big your heart is. It's the six of hearts. So this is harmony okay. when it comes to your emotions and feelings and relationships. This would be like... Oh, wow. Okay, I also have to say that I think your hope has is so strong that it has skewed into fear. Let me explain it. That is, your okay. hope is to have and bring harmony in your relationships. So much mm-hmm. so that you fear you're not doing it. Like you care so much that it turns around and it's scary, Mm -hmm. which means to me usually that you don't feel that you are harmonious. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? There's an insecurity Mm -hmm. with yourself. But I'm not saying that this is not a judgment. I think this is a beautiful thing because to me that says your hope is so strong that it turns and it Mm -hmm. skews into the fear of not doing enough. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm try to be a peacekeeper mm-hmm. among people uh and like people in my sphere now especially because there's a limited amount of us due to the pandemic and they don't, the other people I'm close with everyone but everyone is sort of getting to know each other and I think they there are some br- bristling up against bristling up against each other that then kind of becomes like well you talk to her it's your right. friend or you talk to her, it's your... And I'm like, no, you guys know each other. You talk that to part. each other. But uh, but it's like, well, I don't know. Tell your friend. And it's like, no, 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 no. So I do really want everyone to get along and like everyone to just like t- be able to communicate with each other. But I'm learning that 
I have a direct communication style that other people don't have. They are passive aggressive. They are like, want to like say something behind their back to me. So in the hopes that I pass it on. Uh, and so I think they're, yeah, I want everything to be, um, harmonious, but I think there are certain things where maybe old habits too, of like bending to one person and not bending to another person, like someone that you always give in to what they want. Like you just always do. Cause you're like, it's not worth it. <laughs> like I will just whatever. But then if someone else feels slighted by that, if someone else is like, well, why do you always give in to them? But you never give in to me. And it's like, because you're going to take it and this other person won't take it. But like the, 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 fir- the second person is like, well, I don't want to be the person who you think will just roll over. Jesus. And it's like, could you just be easy? <laughs> Could everyone just be also, easy? Also, that is a Gemini quality because most Geminis that I have known, it's, mm-hmm. can y'all just figure this out? Please, can everybody yeah. just figure this out? I'm trying to live my best life. Can everybody just figure this out? Why is everybody like, uh, like, well, because I think it's like direct communication versus people who are conflict mm-hmm. avoidant. And, and so they rely very heavily on people who aren't conflict avoidant to just like, take like they're like go into their little turtle shell and they're like i'm not home right. i'm a baby don't have like, time I, can't, I can't handle it um but yeah it is you know and it's also like uh, my partner and my family and then me and their family and so like when you start living together like all of a sudden the families are more invested yeah. and they want to like they want to like you know be in your business and who's getting what for the house Ooh. and all this kind of stuff, which makes me be like, I can see why when people get married and they're like planning a wedding that it's, it's just like too many chefs. In the kitchen and <laughs> everyone just, I mean, I, cause I'm always like, just like rent an Elks Lodge and have a good time. Like who cares? But like everyone has an opinion and wants certain things and there's like histories. And so I don't know. Yeah. The, the, the harmony between certain people in the group is somehow my job. But I just rem- wish just it remember that it, it, it's because you care. <laughs> it's because you give a damn. Just remind yourself that yeah. it's because you give a damn. Can I show you the last card? Okay, yeah. so it is. I call it the final destination card for you. It's it's a. <laughs> I'm just going. I have to tell you. Okay. It's the seven of hearts, and the reason I was stuttering is because the seven is a mystery when it comes to emotions and feelings and relationships. So I was like, it's not really a final destination for you for this. For you, it's more of like <laughs> an adventure. I would say that this is like, oh. you know, the the journey towards finding things and discovery. Yeah. And it's each layer leads to another layer. It's going to be like that. So I would say just receive it and enjoy the ride. <laughs> wow. I like that. I was like, okay, here's your destination. Just kidding. We're flying some more. We're landing somewhere you don't even know. Enjoy, Enjoy it. it. It could be the beach. It could be the forest. We don't know. Wow. Love. That's great. That's like very Gemini to be no like, answers. no answers. Okay, but like, what was your actual question when we started this? I was talking about like, I was asking about like career and like the future and like, you know, what, what I should do job wise or what I should do like I guess I guess almost like because it's a pandemic and because it's you know things are different and like what do you focus on like my partner's a touring musician they can't tour so they've started like building furniture and planting (laughs) gardens but like what you know what am I supposed to do what am I supposed to be focusing on like am I supposed to be like making my relationship the best am I supposed to be like writing like what am I supposed to be doing I mean I think it told you to focus on that relationship moment I'm really here for that yeah okay would you like to did I mean did you do how do you feel after the reading I always like, yeah, I always like um, getting cards read because it just gives you more to think about and more to like. It's yes, like therapy. absolutely. It is definitely um, like therapy. So, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, actually going to have you draw me three cards. Okay. So you can tell me to like go down a bunch of numbers and up a bunch of numbers. You want me to cut the deck. You can tell me what to okay. do and I'll pick that card. Okay, go down. One, eight. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Great. That's going to be my pass card. Okay. Um, uh, cut it in the middle. And then that, and then that bottom one. one. 
That's going to be my yeah. present card. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. One more. Uh, uh, down 15. or up? From the okay. uh, down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Whoops. That one. Okay. So the card that you chose for my past is actually okay. upside down, which was basically, you, I look at it like an opportunity that you step into. It's the mm-hmm. five of diamonds. And, well, I definitely did that. So the five is a disturbance. And if you've done it, you've shaken <laughs> shit up. And the diamonds are practicalities in material world. So that's home life and work life. Well, yes, in the past, oh, wow. I have definitely uh, caused a ruckus. There have been <laughs> many jobs that I have quit. There have been many apartments that I have just been like, fuck this place. <laughs> yep. Wait, what's your sign? I'm a cancer. Oh, my God. So is my partner. <laughs> uh, oh, because I was like, they're yeah. so emotional. I had a feeling. Well, just because yeah. cancers and Geminis are phenomenal together. There's something about how oh. the Gemini makes the cancer come out of their shell and how the cancer makes the Gemini sit yeah. the fuck down. That, yeah, it's that. It's very much that. Okay, so now my present card is the King of Spa Days. This is very interesting. Oh, wow. The King of Spa Days is introspective, ethical communicator, and stern. And this is very much where I'm living these days. I'm trying wow. to stern? sort my life out. I, I know, and, and you know what? I'm doing great at it. I really am. I, because as an emotional little cancer, I've had a hard time saying what I need before it's yeah. a problem. Yep, my partner too. I, that's a, a very complicated issue for me because I don't want to be a burden to other people in any way, shape, or form. If anything, I feel like yeah. I have to take care of other people. And so when oh, I need man. to ask for help, it is like the end. And I'm trying to like yeah. talk about it and communicate what I need before I mm-hmm. actually fucking need it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of expecting the other person to be oh, a yes. mind reader. That's very me. <laughs> but, I, but I will say once you know me like through and through, you can read my mind. Yeah. I'm actually very obvious, but like it's a lot of subtle oh. obviousness. Uh-huh. Whereas, you know, if you just know me a little bit. You're going to have a hard time. We will have a hard time because I do expect everybody to pay attention to all my passive aggressive bullshit. <laughs> I do. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm very interested for this future card because she is the eight of spa days. This is wild. Oh. This is movement when it comes to thinking and communication. And you know what? I'm so grateful that I saw this card because I'm already, I'm just going to expect it. You know, I'm going, I'm going to expect it from the universe. That all that's going through my head and all the communicating, all the work I've been doing will finally just break the fuck free and the Uh rivers will flow. And I don't have to hold all that shit back anymore. That would be great. It seems like the the king leads into the eight, like what you needed to do as the as the king naturally segues into the eight. I feel this. I received that. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So what you're saying is you put in the work and then you can receive. Okay. I'm here for that. That makes sense. (laughs) Okay. Seems fake, but I'll try it. (laughs) That sounds like bullshit. Fuck Mm. this show. (laughs) Yeah. Well, all right. I'll, you know, huge if true, but I'll check it out. All right, Miss Gabby Dunn. This has been a pure... pleasure to listen to you on today why don't you take the time now to tell everybody that has listened to the show this far where they can find more Mm -hmm. of you oh sure Uh, i'm on twitter at gabby dunn and then on instagram at gabby road and then i have a show called just between us on stitcher and another show called bad with money um and i had some books come out so if you look up my name and books you'll find them and one was a graphic novel called Bury the Lead, which came out in October. So get that one. That's the recent yes. one. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Miss Gabby. Okay. Thank you. I would you. really love to tell everybody at home to, if you like today's show, go on through to the iTunes. Give us five stars. If you did not like this mm-hmm. episode, I hope that you did not like it so much that you feel the need to give us five stars. And then go ahead and leave a comment because like I'm going to do right now, read it out loud. I might read yours out loud. 
Also, you can go over to the Instagram and we are at doing great pod. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. This one here is from Sargar. Vicky Vox and this podcast are such a gift. Yes. I love hearing Vicky's wisdom and insight, especially when it comes to being the person you needed when you were younger. I try to tell myself that all the time. That that spoke straight to my soul. Her vulnerability not only allows us to hear her stories and experiences, but it creates a safe space for her guests to do the same and be their authentic selves. Girl, that's my goal. Okay. Doing great shows us that we are all striving for the same things. I'm having a hard time reading, girl. I'm fat. I'm out of breath. It's okay. Love, acceptance, and people to share it with. Girl, that's right. Thank you for sharing this with the world, Vicky. You are truly doing great. This is lovely. I was just thinking, we don't spend enough time talking about how people actually do love on us. We don't. We focus on all that goes wrong because we're trying to fix stuff. And like, as an artist, I'm always trying to get better and improve. I really want to spend more time in my life looking at all the beautiful comments out there in the world. So I hope you do the same. All right, Gabby Dunn, let's say bye to the people. Bye. Bye, y'all. I hope you're doing great. This has been fun. Goodbye.